Hey, it's Nathan, and this is day 59 of the Bible in 90 Days. We're finishing up Jeremiah today, beginning with chapter 48. And that's a prophecy concerning Moab. Moab will be broken. Her little ones will cry out. Flee, run for your lives, become like a bush in the desert. Since you trust in your deeds and riches, you too will be taken captive, and Chemosh will go into exile together with his priests and officials. We have heard of Moab's pride. How great is her arrogance, of her insolence, her pride, her deceit, and the haughtiness of her heart. I know her insolence, but it is futile, declares the Lord, and her boasts accomplish nothing. Therefore, I wail over Moab. For all Moab I cry out. I moan for the people of ker Hereseth. Moab will be destroyed as a nation because she defied the Lord. Yet I will restore the fortunes of Moab in days to come, declares the Lord. Chapter 49 contains several messages, beginning with a message about the Ammonites. Put on sackcloth and mourn. Rush here and there inside the walls, for Molech will go into exile together with his priests and officials. I will bring terror on you from all those around you, declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty. Every one of you will be driven away, and no one will gather the fugitives. Yet afterward, I will restore the fortunes of the Ammonites, declares the Lord. The next message concerns Edom. I will bring terror on you from all those around you, declares the Lord, the, the Lord Almighty. Every one of you will be driven away, and no one will gather the fugitives. Edom will become an object of horror. All who pass by will be appalled and will scoff because of all its wounds. The next message concerns Damascus. Damascus has become feeble. She has turned to flee and panic has gripped her. Anguish and pain have seized her. Pain like that of a woman in labor. I will set fire to the walls of Damascus. It will consume the fortresses of Ben-Hadad. The next message concerns Keter and Hazor, which Nebuchadnezzar attacked. Flee quickly away. Stay in deep caves, you who live in Hazor, declares the Lord. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has plotted against you. He has devised a plan against you. The final message concerns Elam. See, I will break the bow of Elam, the mainstay of their might. I will bring against Elam the four winds from the four quarters of heaven. I will scatter them to the four winds. And there will not be a nation where Elam's exiles do not go. Chapter 50 is a message concerning Babylon. Announce and proclaim among the nations. Lift up a banner and proclaim it. Keep nothing back, but say, Babylon will be captured. Bel will be put to shame. Marduk filled with terror. Her images will be put to shame and her idols filled with terror. A nation from the north will attack her and lay waste her land. No one will live in it. Both people and animals will flee away. This prophecy also references God's people, referring to them as lost sheep who have been led astray. Then the prophecy again turns to Babylon, warning any who will listen to flee. 
Take up your positions around Babylon, all you who draw the bow. Shoot at her. Spare no arrows, for she has sinned against the Lord. I will punish the king of Babylon and his land as I punished the king of Assyria. But I will bring Israel back to their own pasture, and they will graze on Carmel and Bashan. Their appetite will be satisfied on the hills of Ephraim and Gilead. In those days at that time, declares the Lord, search will be made for Israel's guilt, but there will be none. And for the sins of Judah, but none will be found, for I will forgive the remnant I spare. Summon archers against Babylon, all those who draw the bow, and camp all around her. Let no one escape. Repay her for her deeds. Do to her as she has done. At the sound of Babylon's capture, the earth will tremble. Its cry will resound among the nations. Chapter 51 continues the message about the downfall of Babylon. Flee from Babylon. Run for your lives. Do not be destroyed because of her sins. It is time for the Lord's vengeance. He will repay her what she deserves. Babylon was a gold cup in the Lord's hand. She made the whole earth drunk. The nations drank her wine, therefore they have now gone mad. Babylon will suddenly fall and be broken. Wail over her. Get balm for her pain. Perhaps she can be healed. It's noted that Babylon would have been healed had it been possible. Speaking of idols, Jeremiah writes, They are worthless, the objects of mockery. When their judgment comes, they will perish. He who is the portion of Jacob is not like these, for he is the maker of all things, including the people of his inheritance. The Lord Almighty is his name. Babylon will be a heap of ruins, a haunt of jackals, an object of horror and scorn, a place where no one lives. This is what the Lord Almighty says, Babylon's thick wall will be leveled and her high gates set on fire. The peoples exhaust themselves for nothing. The nation's labor is only fuel for the flames. The last lines of chapter 51 are these. When you finish reading this scroll, tie a stone to it and throw it into the Euphrates. Then say, so will Babylon sink to rise no more. Because of the disaster, I will bring on her, and her people will fall. The words of Jeremiah end here. Chapter 52, one final chapter in the book of Jeremiah, reports the fall of Jerusalem in the 11th year of Zedekiah's reign. This chapter tells in greater detail the king's ill-fated escape from the besieged city of Jerusalem, which you'll remember ended with his capture, having his eyes put out after witnessing the death of his, or the execution, I should say, of his sons. Additional details in the chapter include news about the burning of the temple, the dismantling of the temple's bronze pillars, and the confiscation of the temple's utensils, etc. In short, the dismantling of what was left of Solomon's magnificent temple. The capture of more than 4,000 Jews is also mentioned. They were captured, by the way, over several um, military campaigns against Jerusalem by Nebuchadnezzar. 
the final paragraph in the chapter and book describes the release of Jehoiachin, king of Judah. Nebuchadnezzar spoke kindly to him and gave him a seat of honor higher than those of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. This king spent the rest of his years in peace, eating daily at the king's table and receiving an allowance to the day of his death. And that's all for the book of Jeremiah, and that's all for today.